Welcome to the Sales Mindset Podcast. My name is Dennis DeFasquale. I'm Dr. D. Hi, my name's Sam. Yeah, Brian. <laughs> and I'll let you guys pose the question. Yeah, so can you tell us a little bit about uh, your glass there? Yeah, so it, it so just a little backstory. I actually have 100 pint glasses, a little bit less than 100 pint glasses, and I just added to my collection for the first time in a while. What I like about this is the Sugar Skull, if you can see it. Mm -hmm. A little hard to see. It's actually from a brewery called Days Ahead, which is not what I have on top. Or the brewery is the Destill Brewery, Days Ahead. Uh, completely irrelevant to why I wanted you guys to ask me about that. But uh, I started out my collection of 100 pint glasses by stealing them, which okay. uh, not encouraged, obviously, at this particular point. But I was in college. I thought it was cool. I, I swiped a Friday's, a TGI Friday's glass. And it just, I turned into a kleptomaniac. But after a while, I actually stopped swiping them and actually started asking for them. And mm -hmm. I realized I can actually pay for them. And <laughs> so, just like what happened with this glass today, eventually people will be like, um, uh, you can just take it. I, 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 yeah, so I'd yeah. say, hey, this is a cool pint glass. I collect pint glasses. I'd like to buy it. Some places would actually sell them, mm -hmm. but other places, they'd be like, no one's ever done that before. Uh, let me ask around. I get varying different things. Yeah, yeah. And so I was, at the, um, I was at lunch today at one of my favorite places, and I was like, look, i got to ask you, can I take that home with me? And they're like, uh, yeah, I guess. I don't care. <laughs> And, uh, of course, I thought about that for today's podcast just because it's so important to just ask. And I think a lot of people don't realize how, you know, whether it's sales or anything else, just asking will often get you what you want. And point two of that is, you know, I've just got a fence installed in the back there. And there were some problems with the fence. And I think a lot of people will will be afraid to ask for things. So there are some problems with the fence. And to the credit of the fence, the person who put the fence in, they put it up in lightning speed. So where most places are saying it's 10 weeks out before you're going to get a fence in, mm -hmm. they did the quote actually a week ago today, and the fence was up by the end of the day yesterday. Unfortunately, one of the things you'll see in business is you can either get it done well or you can get it done quick. And oftentimes the two not be done at the same time and so there's some problems with it but in particular some of the fences was was warped yeah, yeah because they weren't paying attention to the pieces that they were putting in and so i was like you know uh can you do something about that of course if i didn't ask then he wouldn't have done anything and, and you know a couple hundred dollars extra for a sub substandard fence which yeah. i'm still stuck with the fence the way he, the the install for this particular fence is i'm just kind of stuck with it unless they like do some major rip-ups because it's concrete. And oh, I see. Yeah. Like, so, and I know I did something with that for you guys, and I want you to talk about your experience. The oh. uh, rejection project. The rejection oh, project. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was a that was a weird one, and one that was uh, or was the first experience for me where I had given had been given a project like that, just completely outside outside of any framework in class. Just go to businesses and. Ask them uh, to donate to a local. Well, it's uh, they were doing the the, the other thing, the the door prizes. Uh, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, and it was uh, honestly, people were kind of taken aback. Mm -hmm. Like they're just like, I mean, people don't expect. I don't know. They expect you coming in for business, and then um, 
just say, hey, uh, you know, can I speak to the manager? I'm here uh, trying to, you know, help and gain door prizes for uh, this organization. And everyone was like, oh, uh, yeah, sure, okay. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'd give them my spiel, tell them what's happening. Like, uh, it's donating for a good cause. And, you know, most people were just uh, like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't have anything to donate right now. And I honestly had a lot of people just open up and start telling me about, like, their stories and their business. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one lady, she uh, she kind of ended up was asking me for help because <laughs> uh, she needed – she uh, was needing some money, and I don't know. She was uh, she was a really cool lady, but uh, I did not give her any money. <laughs> but it was just a. It was just but she nice, asked, right? Yeah, she asked. Yeah, what you coming out in a net negative on that one's kind of probably not the goal of the rejection project. <laughs> uh, I I really enjoyed it actually. I went in groups, or we we kind of split off into pairs or trios. And I, one of my favorite parts of it was going into uh, a sausage place it, on Fourth Fourth Ave Food Park. What's that one called? Oh, I know. Uh, Fetterbackers oh. or Fredderbackers or yeah, yeah, F- like Feinbackers or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's a yeah. German F name. And we we went in there and we said, "Hi, you know, I'm Brian. This is Gabby. One hour we're here from the Warrington or the University of Florida Business College, and we wanted to see if you might be interested in donating to an event that we have coming up." And then he said, uh, I'd probably have to go and talk to the manager or what have you. I'm like, hey, before you do that, man, like, I've never been here. What is this place? And, <laughs> and there was, like, so much, like, so much, like, meat and cheese just, like, all around. I'm like, can I get a, can I get a sample of that, of that sausage? Right? <laughs> yeah, it was. No, we, we were there for, like, 15 minutes. He's like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll give you a sample. You know, I think they're relatively newish. So he, you know, handed me, like, one thing. He's like, what do you think of that one? I'm like, oh, it's pretty good. I kind of like that it's spicy. Like, oh, if you think that one's good, you should try this one. And we had it back and forth for, like, 15 minutes. And then I felt kind of bad because my other two teammates, they weren't interested, really, in having the sausage. We were just there to, like, you know, kind of go, like, bang, 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 try to get a few different, ask a few different businesses in Fourth Ave yeah. Food Park. I was like, I just want to try this sausage. And we were sitting there talking for, like, 15 minutes about the sausage. Mm-hmm. They did. I think they gave us a gift card as well, which was nice. I, I, re- I remember that there was something, actually, I thought they, do, they were interested in actually doing more. Oh, really? And so what's what's really interesting about your story is how you actually started developing a relationship mm-hmm. with them. It wasn't just, I'm going to sit here and wait for you to find your manager. You actually engaged them yeah. about who they are. Obviously, in a real sales situation, you're going to want to learn a little bit more before yeah, you yeah. walk in there. So just for the listeners here, what this project is, it was based off a book called Rejection Proof by a guy named Jia Jang. And the idea here is you actually had to collect no's, not yeses. And you know, it, it, it hopefully showed you that the rejection isn't a big deal. And actually, when you put away the pressure of getting that yes, you're actually a little bit more relaxed and yeah. more successful as a result of it. And one of the things I've noticed in that, that, that project is that people are more successful in the project than they are with the business development project, with the, the actual fundraising that they do yeah. for organizations. Mm-hmm. There's something like really low stakes about it, like going in and not really expecting one way or the other, even if you go in looking for rejection. I feel like nobody, even if you say that, nobody goes in specifically looking to get shot down, so you still try a little bit, but it's more so tempering the expectations. So you go in like, ah, if I don't get it, it doesn't matter. Like, I was already told that it's not a big deal if I don't get anything. It was a whole other thing, like going in and not being sure if it was going to work out or not meant that you weren't really nervous because, like, oh, I can't mess this up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I like your point about the store. I don't know the name of it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not just being totally like, okay, yeah, where's your manager? Can I speak to them? Just, mm-hmm. like, actually having a conversation with them, asking them about what they do there. Yeah, getting yeah. Getting to know, like, about the store. If you just – that's 
much likely more or more likely to lead to success. Yeah, I agree. I want to find the name of the store. I feel like we should give them a proper a proper commendation for their their I, lovely products. I, I agree. I'm actually looking it up right now so that we can do this. Uh, yeah. yeah um, You're in Gainesville, Florida. But yeah, just yeah. a nice uh, acknowledgement of something that, you know, a nice compliment, a sincere one, not like mm-hmm. just. No, no, it's delicious, and actually, the customer service there is, is fantastic. Yeah, they were super nice as well. The prices were, pretty reasonable, and they were like they were excited that I was excited. Is I don't I, I think yeah. they get a good amount of business during certain times of the day, but I think we were there during their slow time, so mm-hmm. I'm really doing a whole lot. There it is. And I was like, oh, can I try everything? Like, Here we go. Ferrenbacher's Artesian Ferenbacher's. Sausage. And they're part of a food park, so they don't have any... They've got, like, a bar that you can sit in, but yeah. you go outside, and, of course, there's uh, uh, most of the places. I don't think they sell any, but most of the places in the area also sell little craft beers. You can crack a can of craft beer and yeah, sure, sure. enjoy a fantastic sausage sandwich from this place. So if you're in the area, yeah, there check you it go. out. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Um, so what I want to connect that to though is something called assertiveness training and what it's essentially doing is it's making you confront your fears which is a piece of locus of control locus of control has people confronting their fears head on if you're afraid of going into an elevator then what a clinical psychologist will do is they'll have you go and actually look at an elevator they won't have you get in it right away but they'll have you look at an elevator uh, all the way through actually getting into an elevator and you know when you look at how some of the researchers from bendora to rotter have done locus of control and assertiveness and conquering your fears which the fear of failure is severe when you think about it Mm -hmm. uh, a big piece of that is just looking it straight in the eye and saying now i want you to go get rejected so the goal is to handle the thing that you're afraid of happening during the regular project so that you can see it's really not that big deal not big of a deal excuse me so, uh, you know, they, they talk about how this, this works out. Now, this is, I think, good for our listeners to hear in that when you tell someone a story, it's actually pretty effective. That's why people watch TED Talks all the time because those mm-hmm. TED Talks help people see what they can do to, uh, to, to do whatever the TED Talk is inspiring them to do. But yeah. what the rejection project really does is it thrusts you in front of that uh, situation where you are confronted with finding out that no is actually going, even when you don't care, when you put the minimalist of effort in, yeah. you'll get a 5 to 10% conversion rate just because people are like, oh, sure, why not, right? And that's really critical for sales. So it's getting you to be a little bit more assertive and saying, I'm just going to ask for this regardless. Yeah. And this can be applied anywhere, not just for fences and uh, getting a sausage place to give you a gift card, but even in dating, just going out there and, and just asking for numbers or, or whatever it happens to be. Mm-hmm. And are you talked about that fear, like initial mm-hmm. fear, just and with asking for a sale, you know, most when you start out, you're going to be afraid. You mm-hmm. don't understand the process. Yeah. And I think that lack of understanding really just feeds into it and you're not going to conquer that fear until you understand it a uh, quick little anecdote i've like grew up on the water i've been in, on a boat a significant portion of my life and there was at one point in my life where uh, we were offshore and we just hit these massive waves from the boat and i we didn't think it was going to be a problem but me and my brother almost got flung out of the boat and i developed mm. a 
terrifying fear of waves. And so every time for years, I when I saw a wave coming, I I was literally just sitting there just looking at it. Like, I did not want to be like have a wave hit the boat again. Mm-hmm. And that's not how it was before, but I don't know exactly when I got over that fear, but it was just... It, it was probably once I started to get an understanding of how to drive the boat myself and how to, you know, how to actually attack those problems that will come at you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and uh, I guess that's what I'm really kidding at is that understanding is going to be something that helps you mm-hmm. once you uh, yeah. get that and it'll give you that assertiveness and you'll be much more successful. I definitely think one of the best things to remove the fear is, uh, I guess, information in the sense of, even on a logistical level, understanding your product like through and through that you're selling, the bounds of what you can and can't negotiate, you know what you're talking about, you know the internal structure of the company. That way, you are you know that you're going to be able to handle any question that comes your way. This is more on a logistical level, but I think already that's going to remove some fear. And all you're left with is that, I guess, like call reluctance, that kind of breaking into somebody else's space, which you can also practice, mm-hmm. and kind of like prepping to build as much knowledge as possible that way. You can handle that side of things. You can handle all the logistics, prepare for everything you can prepare for before uh, jumping into it. I, I think that's one of the best preps that I, I found as well. Yeah. So your story made me think about mountain biking. And yeah. so I know I've got a mountain bike. I haven't actually hit it since I broke my wrist uh, <laughs> in like 2019. But the, and it wasn't from mountain biking that I broke my wrist. But uh, when I was mountain biking up north, so Florida, there's no real mountains in Florida. There's trails. One of the things that I remember was working, not working with, but I had a friend who was much more novice with his mountain biking. And when we would go out and do the mountain biking, I would just be like balls to the wall, just boom, go through the trails, the switchbacks, whatever. Uh, But he would be so much more timid because Mm -hmm. he was afraid. Well, because of that fear, he was getting into more accidents. Mm -hmm. He wasn't incapable of handling his his bike. He was just more afraid and as a result had more errors. And I have to wonder, you know, thinking about analogies or metaphors or whatever, when we look at the mistakes that we make when we're afraid because we hesitate too much, instead of just plowing forward and going into it, just, you know, sometimes it's better to go in and not care. Just do what you've got to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and same thing with the boat. If you're more afraid, you might be more, I guess, prone to make an error with steering or, or whatever. And a boat is far more expensive than a mountain yeah. bike. Uh, going into these things, but the same thing with sales. You're so afraid of making an error that you come off as timid mm-hmm. and that can come off as unconfident about the product or services that you're, you're selling. Yeah, and those are kind of like mistakes that are easily fixable and not ones that you're really going to learn from a lot unless you fix that that timidness. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm kind of just thinking about like uh, uh, one of my, uh, my cousin's uh, husband, He's a big snowboarder, mm-hmm. and his his way of thinking was just, if you're not falling, you're not learning. <laughs> and so it's to that point where you're pushing yourself, not that you're afraid, you're pushing yourself to always be learning, and you're going to be on that cusp where, like, if you're timid, you're kind of making silly errors mm-hmm. and not getting, not making the mistakes that you're learning from. But mm-hmm. if you're doing everything right, pursuing what you know works, uh, but then you'll find things that in that formula that aren't to perfection you know so i'm going to take this metaphor just even a little further because you're talking about skiing now Mm -hmm. and i i forget who was talking about it but i remember someone talking about skiing 
uh, maybe it was Jordan Peterson or something else, I'm not sure. And they were saying, when you're skiing, how do you avoid the trees? Well, you don't look at the trees. Because you're going to go where you're looking. Same thing with with cycling. You know, when I was on triathlon team, when we did bike handling exercises, the big thing is you look where you want the bike to go, and that's where the bike will go. Same thing when you're when yeah. I, when you were getting. I don't know if you guys have motorcycle licenses, but when you're learning how to ride a motorcycle, they're telling you the same thing: the bike will go where you look. So be and like, yeah. so be careful where you look, basically. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at that failure that's what you're going to manifest. If you're looking at the success, or in the case of the mountain bike, you're watching the trail, not the, the trees. In the case of skiing, you're, again, watching the trail, not the trees. You know, uh, Where you're putting your attention to is, is where you're going to end up going. Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely can relate <laughs> to the to the motorcycle one. You just reminded me. I, I ended up dropping the bike when I was doing my motorcycle license. Mm. Uh, it wasn't a full drop, so they didn't fail me, thank goodness. Like They said if it was like a full drop, that would have been over. But it was like a, you know, mm. slowly going down with like a couple of <laughs> I think there's one bike. in every class. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, there was a couple in mine. It was, oh, a, very, okay. it was a very diverse. See, that's why I took the Grom and not the Harley. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm so glad. I was, I was putting on like the smallest thing that's barely a motorcycle. It was like 150cc or something uh, like yeah. that. Um, but the reason was I was like really nervous to get going and I'm looking like straight down at the ground or I'm looking like straight at like my hands and the ground and whatnot, like making sure my feet are going well. And I like look down, I just started falling oh, yeah. instead of actually just moving forward. Yeah. A powerful metaphor for life, but it's true yeah, where yeah. You, you will go where you happen to be looking. So what are you mm-hmm. focusing on? Are you focusing on your success or are you focusing on that potential for failure? Yeah, and be confident with uh, with that direction you, you think you're going. Mm-hmm. Um, can't be timid. I I like to, uh, before I go into, like, a sale or something, or, if, like, a public speaking thing, or if I was, you know, before going like, to ask somebody out or something, to pretend like it was something that was already decided that was going to happen, mm-hmm. and, like, now I'm not even making the decision anymore, some other being, my boss, my internal conscious, like, already decided this is happening. Uh-huh. And it kind of reminds me, I, I was watching... Uh, I've been listening to a lot of stand-up, and I listened to one of the John Mulaney stand-up things on Netflix. Mm-hmm. If you guys have ever seen the bit, it's really good. It's one of his famous ones where mm-hmm. he goes to the doctor to ask for Xanax, but he doesn't want to make it seem like he's drug-seeking. So he <laughs> goes in and he says he has like frequent urination, and he ends up getting a prostate exam during the, the whole thing. And the way he described it was... <laughs> sounds uh, uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, no, it is. I... I <laughs> Basically, he gets there, and when he gets to the point where he's like, it kind of dawned on me that at this point in the visit, like, if we're going to move forward, a part of his hand was going to go into my ass. And it was like, a part of me was just like, whatever. This this might as well happen. Like, that's a quote from it. And like, I like to think of it that way sometimes, where if it's like something I'm kind of nervous about, I'm like, yeah, this might as well happen. Like, I, I'm, I'm removed from it. Like, I'm just, I'll just, I'll just go into it. Yeah, uh, you know we we're so focused on like what happens when we fail. Like we're worried about what other people. A lot of times yeah. we're just worried about what other people think about us. You know, mm-hmm. especially you guys as students going out into the community, talking to all these businesses, worried probably about your reputation. Uh, and I remember, uh, probably in a dating context, that it was actually brought up to me. But when I was on the triathlon team, I had uh, one of the guys on the team's like, "Why don't you just do? Why don't you just talk to them? Why don't you just talk to them?" Yeah, you know? yeah. And I was like. Uh, uh, and I guess he could read the, the hesitation in my mind. He's like, dude, 
you're only going to be here for another two or three years. Who the hell cares? Yeah. Of course, now I've been here for you know 13 years, but uh, the point being, like, you're you're more worried about it. You get stuck on the idea that people are going to think about you yeah. from this one particular interaction, and it doesn't really matter at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. Most people are definitely way up their own issues as well to like really pay attention or care about what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's. We're so focused on us and our world because we mm-hmm. have to live with us and ourselves yeah. throughout the entire day, year, month, whatever. Uh, but everyone else has their own issues going on. They don't. They don't care about us. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Oftentimes. You've, uh, I'm sure you guys have heard the, the. I don't know if it's uh, what it really is, but it was just saying like, majority of people don't recognize any of the insecurities that you might have. Uh-huh. Like. Everyone would say in their own mind, like, oh, yeah, everyone, everyone can see this. Everyone's noticing this. And then yeah. if you pulled all the people they saw, they'd be like, oh, I have no idea what they're talking about. Uh-huh. So people really don't be people really don't notice all that stuff. Um, really shouldn't be focusing on all of that. That's only going to hold you back, yeah. really. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's the lesson for today. That's the real focus on today's podcast is don't be afraid to ask you will most likely get what you're looking for. And even if you don't, who cares? The only thing you're going to get is a no, and no one's going to really judge you for it later. Any final thoughts, guys? Um, yeah, just uh, that no's not a bad thing. Just keep moving forward. Yeah. Go get it. <laughs>